Hello and welcome to PodSpot, the UK's only HubSpot-themed podcast, a bi-weekly look at the latest updates from HubSpot and practical hints and tips directly from the mouths of HubSpot users and partners. This week, we're talking about the future of remote working and specifically the power of video to connect us. Why is video and video messaging so powerful? How can video help you to grow your business and impact every stage of the customer journey? And if you're tuning into this podcast, you're likely to be a HubSpot user, so how can we utilize the video tools uh, that are available to us alongside HubSpot? To help me this week, I'm really excited to introduce Chris from Vidyard. I met Chris, uh, what was it, a couple of weeks ago when he spoke at an inbound marketing event uh, and it it felt like the absolute theme of the day was uh, video content, video messaging. So really excited to, to have you on today, Chris. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, it's uh, it's good to, good to spend some time together again. Yeah, exactly. I think we um, I don't think we quite went viral with our video of uh, the, the the three of us and Carl Jepsen, uh, but it was as close as I'm going to get. I think. Uh, <laughs> right. So, look, I was going to kick off um, today um, just with a, a kind of, I guess, a bit more of a higher level discussion. You know, why why video? Why video is becoming so important as kind of a, a business tool. Um, yeah, just interested to kind of hear your your high level thoughts, I guess. Yeah, sure. I mean, so for for context on, on Vidyard, we're a we're a video hosting platform. So we, we help we're effectively an enterprise platform for business, for sales, marketers, customer success, uh, and we just help businesses to, to to unlock the power of video across their entire funnel, support their customers, uh, and make it easy to create and and share their content and and feed the analytics back into your marketing tool. So uh, we understand video pretty well, and we've been um, we've been you know enabling businesses with video for for over a decade now. I think um, video as a channel is consistently um, picked up by marketers as as one of the best channels for conversion. Has been significantly for years um, one of the most popular channels for conversion. But there has always been a, a challenge around translating. The, the sort of the quality of video and turning it actually into attributable numbers and revenue. Um, but I think holistically, people generally enjoy video, right? Like when we finish work, we'll consume video content. Um, we expect video content now on websites. It's an easy way for us to be able to process complex information. We ran a neuroscience study that shows that actually like our brains prefer it. Video makes us happy. It's easier to digest. Um, and, you know, as I said, we consume it in our spare time. So just as a channel, I think most of us can probably um, can buy into that kind of holistic nature of video. And then over the last decade or so, we've been working obviously in the B2B space um, and we've got you know, a huge amount of data to back up that holistic view of like video feeling good as actually why is it a, a really successful channel for conversion and how can you leverage it? So um, we're helping businesses to do that consistently now. Yeah. So is it, is it, uh, I mean, is, is that kind of grown, um, you know, with, with alongside kind of YouTube and alongside other, other kind of platforms, Instagram reels, all of that kind of stuff. And then the combination of the pandemic and remote working, has that kind of created the perfect storm for a business like Vidyard, uh, to kind of really thrive? Yeah, I guess so. We, you certainly, we had a big blow up over the, over the last couple of years, particularly for our sales use case, which is sales teams creating video and sending it over email to their prospects because they were stuck at home and couldn't go to networking events and couldn't meet their clients and shake hands and deliver their pitches. So relied quite heavily on, on email. So yeah, that definitely, there was a big boost there. Um, I think we are 
more accustomed to to video as the same reason that you know virtue of you know zoom calls and teams calls becoming far more than norm and that that obviously the shift from um you know very much office based work to remote work to now hybrid is just as standard um so i think we are definitely more um more open to it more familiar with it and then i think the other real kind of key part of the puzzle that's helping sales and marketers now is that one thing that shifted through covid was this kind of move away from the really kind of heavily polished highly very expensive branded video content that you maybe you know don't have the budget to to make for your website and moving away from that to this more grassroots diy kind of scrappy video where it's more talking heads and and talking about your company your you know your um your value proposition your specific product or service and that becoming more acceptable not only in small business but also even in larger businesses and this kind of feeling around humanizing right you take a big organization and actually you have the ceo kind of speaking all of a sudden it makes that huge organization feel a lot more local and a lot smaller and you're getting it straight from word of mouth so that big shift is definitely you know creating more of a human connection so that's definitely somewhere that, that we're at now it's true though isn't it that um you know you're almost forced in the, into the position where you're seeing people in their homes in their rooms with the kids with pets you know and that has because because one of the challenges has always been in businesses i've been involved with um you know getting people to record video there's always been a sort of nervousness around getting employees getting business leaders to to jump on and just do these quick videos because i guess there's a concern about that stuff isn't it right you have a you spend a lot of time developing a kind of brand and a look and a visual identity for the business and then for you as we are now just to be sat kind of in your own space which is maybe a bit more bespoke to you a bit more unique or a bit different whatever it might be there's a kind of more more of an honesty i guess that that either forces you into or you can embrace and that brings kind of a human touch maybe a bit more authenticity around the kind of conversations that you're having yeah definitely you're absolutely right it's it's interesting i don't know if you remember years years ago i want to say maybe four or five years ago there was a really famous bbc interview with a guy that was being interviewed for bbc career i think and he was talking and at one point his daughter walks in and then his wife came in and and hurried the child <laughs> yeah. out and it was all you know and it was this big went went viral but it went viral because at that time it kind of felt like that was something that felt bad but yeah. i think we as as people watching it were like oh it was the, the now that's completely normal right people will be interviewed on bbc news and they'll just be sat there with their kids so that whole thing has shifted like massively and you, mm -hmm. you are right like it's not that everybody will jump onto that and there will be lots of um you know execs and, and marketers you might not feel like their brand is best represented by people just being sat in their living rooms and you know not wearing the correct attire or or, or perhaps not towing exactly the kind of company message um but it is shifting that way and i think there is a, a happy medium for those companies that don't necessarily find that that way and there are solutions and kind of ways of, of, of working around that um but it is definitely becoming a lot more you know that they're kind of personal to business divide is definitely blurring significantly like you say by you know having the conversations in our living rooms and in our bedrooms and all that kind yeah. of stuff yeah it's interesting though isn't it that people you know i think we're all on the same page with the fact that generally people buy people right you know there's there's enough businesses out there providing very similar services that ultimately people are buying people so it seems like an obvious step to make therefore that uh in a world where we're getting huge amount of communications whether it's whatsapp texts email you know in the written form that actually like video just makes sense yet 
to me, it doesn't feel like there's kind of a massive adoption of either those kind of more high-end videos, kind of corporate videos that you're talking about, certainly ones that have any sort of personality. I mean, there's the really dry ones, aren't there? But definitely on a kind of one-to-one communication basis, it still feels like that's not kind of being adopted. Yeah, I think it's um, it's definitely it's definitely slowly shifting. Um, but it, yeah, various reasons I think why adoption doesn't necessarily it doesn't happen quickly, right? Like it's it, it does take sometimes a bit of a viral effect within businesses. We've got loads of evidence to suggest the impact that video can have on your on your sales and marketing, but um yeah i think there has to be a a kind of firm belief in the holistic nature and value of video to be able to get that moving and have internal champions that want to make that thing happen um i think from a sales perspective like some salespeople are very used to their old traditional methods and those old traditional methods have worked very well for them for you know many many years so there may not be an immediate need to to shift or try something new but you know equally we're in a in a a very volatile market especially right now with everything that's going on and other businesses are looking for ways to stand out so you know to your to your point like if you if you are looking for a way that is going to stand out right now video is a really great way to to do that i, I don't know the specific numbers but um you know if you take if anybody listening is a you know is a senior leader within a business no doubt you receive you know 10 20 30 40 50 sales emails uh in your inbox every day every week probably get a lot. I imagine most of those are text-based emails and most of those get ignored. Um, so if you're sending a video, um, there's a, there's effectively a, a significantly larger likelihood that you're going to either watch that video or, or feed it back. So, um, you know, f- feedback what you enjoyed about it. So, um, yeah, it definitely is a way of standing out. Um, so I think if you are looking for ways of, of getting yourself to do that, book more meetings, then video is a great way. To do it. What, what, what is the, um, are, are there any kind of bits of evidence or research or science that you kind of regularly point to because just one that I found in, in, in preparing for today was uh, that 72% of buyers watch a video before buying a product right now a lot of us aren't necessarily in the business of selling products more service focused but are there kind of bits and pieces that you tend to point to that are that, that show the evidence of or the power of video yeah I think from a marketing from a funnel perspective um, like I referenced it earlier so 70% of marketers have found that video is the most um, uh, most engaging channel for conversion so absolutely it's a great channel to use um, I think you know coming from that HubSpot world you know we know that a significant amount of that buying journey is done before they ever speak to sales um, so video is a really great way to be able to explain what your product can do, explain how it can help a specific ICP or, or, or solve a particular challenge or problem. Um, and then I think picking up that conversation from a sales perspective and having sales understand these are the people that have watched this video, there's a good chance that they have, you know, they're leaning in. So if you can understand the engagement of that video and we're looking at ways of um, of trying to understand the customer's intent if somebody's on your website and they've spent a significant portion of time on there then you know then sales can use that as high intent sales reaching out um sales loft did a study of sales after an email cadencing tool so they see a lot of emails going through their servers they did a, a study of about 100 100 million um sales emails and they found that sales emails that contained video had a 26 percent higher reply rate so it's a significant uplift. If you're in sales and you're getting a 26% higher reply rate, that's huge. Um, and HubSpot themselves use us um, within their own sales um, process 
to to do exactly that to reach out to follow up on on, on inbound leads and to reach out in a personal way and we have a case study um, with hubspot where they they created four times more opportunities by virtue of using video so yeah the numbers speak for themselves it's absolutely a good a good channel to to start converting that's massive though isn't it? i mean that's huge uplift right i mean if you offered a business those kind of uplifts you they'd bite your hand off right normally yeah, I don't know. It still seems a bit of a challenge to get people on video for some reason. I don't know. Maybe do, do you come across those challenges when you, you know, if 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 you've got kind of teams trying to use trying to use video or, or or managers trying to instill that in their teams? Do you come across those challenges? How do you kind of overcome them? Yeah, I mean, I think you know we're we're sales tech at the end of the day, so we get all the same uh, same challenges. You know, fear of adoption. Um, you know, being able to validate those kinds of results because you're right. You know, they're amazing numbers, um, and you know, four times reply, um, four times you know more meetings if we could guarantee that for everybody. Um, so yeah, I think we have all of the the same kind of feedback and, and obstacles <laughs> and challenges that that you would expect. Um, you know, yeah. video for sales is a skill. Right? You can't just give somebody access to video and expect them mm-hmm. to be able to create really quality videos, just like you couldn't give a salesperson a, a telephone and expect them to be able to make really quality cold calls. So, um, yes, there's a, a learning curve there. Um, so, you know, we'd always say it's, it's you know, you just want to create, you know, kind of 20 to 50 videos before you start to really kind of get into the flow of it. So, yeah, I think with anything, there's a there's a, a learning there's a learning curve there. But um you know, we make it really easy, the Vidyard platform specifically, to be able to understand what videos are working and, and who is performing well and, and use that to kind of iteratively, you know, internally coach the people who are who are who are perhaps struggling. So I think with any sales tool, you know, adoption, usage, constant iteration and improvement is, is a key part of that. But but um yeah, we you know, we support that with all the kind of ongoing customer success stuff that we provide. Yeah, vi- video definitely seems like one of those to me where you've just got to get on the horse. You've just got to start and try. And it's incredible how how quickly you get better. And I don't know, you know, I remember when I started doing videos on LinkedIn and, you know, I sort of thought, oh, they're not great. You know, I, I, you sort of feel a little bit embarrassed. But then you find, you know, you go to a networking event or you meet a prospect and they say, oh, I love your videos on LinkedIn. And there's almost an element of, they sort of want to do it, but they, they're kind of holding back themselves as well. So actually anyone doing it, they sort of really engage with. It's quite quite interesting. I think there's, there's definitely an element as well, isn't there, around kind of storytelling and, you know, being able to, you know, we, we, we're much more natural communicators, aren't we, when we're just talking, right? Like like you and I, you and I are now, rather than actually trying to, trying to write something down. And certainly I know one of the things I'm guilty of is kind of, straying into business language when you start writing an email or kind of becoming overly formal and then actually it not being a representation of you as an individual and it not being a representation of the brand or the company that you work for either whereas video is just it's a much more natural skill once you get over the fact that you're talking to a a camera and recording it you know what I mean yeah yeah you're right like it's it's very easy to to write certain words you just default to that to that kind of that type of language right leverage we're leveraging these kinds of results and roi and you just find yourself doing it it's just a a natural thing and it's it's harder to suddenly kind of start speaking a different language you're right so um you know i think you want to go into if if people are thinking about starting yeah you want to go in with like a rough idea of what you're going to say 
but you know, we we advocate for for not scripting these things. Um, you know, having a rough kind of idea, a 10 second intro to who you are, 30 seconds explaining why you've specifically chosen to reach out to that person, and then a 10 second specific call to action. So, you know, keep them 40, 50 seconds right. long, um, but be personable, right? Be human, keep all the ums and the ahs in, you know, uh, you know, if you, if you make a, a mistake, that's okay. Um, ultimately, we're we're trying to humanize the process at the end of the day. So if you're speaking robotic and you are literally yeah. reading from a teleprompter, um, it's just not very engaging to listen to. It doesn't feel very personable. But you know, if I was like, hey, Ian, you know, notice that you're you're working with HubSpot and you're helping people with HubSpot, and no doubt you're reaching out to um, a number of different people trying to break through the noise. Video is a great way to do that. You know, so you're 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 becoming just speaking as yourself. Uh, and you will relax into that. And, yeah. and of course, if you're producing and creating a lot of videos, 70% of that talk is probably going to be the same each time, but you're going to just do it in a quite natural human way. So it will definitely get easier. Yeah. yeah. And that's different, isn't it? To, you know, we all know you get these emails arrive in your inbox and you can tell straight away it's a template, right? So actually having that kind of you've got a, a bit of a script that you've done a few times, but actually it's going to be different every time, right? There's something nice about that. Yeah, yeah. If you want to, you, want to, you know, personalization is huge. Um, and, you know, we're seeing that more, hopefully seeing that more in the types of sales emails that go out. Um, but just video adds that extra layer of, of personalization. So if you can, you know, intro, you know, we, we kind of say like do a video on their LinkedIn page or on their website or you know something specific that you know is going to stand out to them that you found out about them that's going to lead them to click on the video and then go in with a you know personalized you know reason as to why this the video is going to be of, of value. So you know it's not a magic bullet at the end of the day you can't just cr- create a video waffle for you know 45 you know, seconds, a minute, a minute and a half talking about stuff and, and expect someone to go, oh, I need to respond to this because I've received a video. Um, but if you can... Why not? That's be... outrageous. That's outrageous. We need but, to, uh, you know, come on, what is this? <laughs> and it might stand out, you know, it might it might still stand out. You might still be the most interesting email that they receive that day, but they don't necessarily, unless you get to the point, like there's some studies that show that you know, with, with sales emails, you've got about three seconds to, to catch someone's attention. So if you send a sales email and you haven't caught their attention within three seconds, it's going to get deleted. If you have caught their attention and it's a good sales email that perhaps speaks to a specific challenge, you've got about 11 seconds. So we're not talking. At, so if I've sent a sales video and they've clicked on it and then they've watched the first 10 seconds and I haven't caught their interest by either validating that I've made it for them or that I'm specifically solving them their problem. Then they're going to click off it, you know, and 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 move on to something else. So you still need to remain, um, you know, personal and 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 add value. Um, but just having the, that video is going to give you a significantly better chance of getting that uh, getting that response. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's actually something I wanted to touch on with you, which is kind of I guess we've been talking a lot about to an extent, or certainly in my mind, kind of sales one to one type emails. But if um, if if I'm a business and we're kind of new to using video as a way of kind of communicating with people from a kind of high level brand sort of positioning awareness uh, right the way through to kind of one to one emails, how do I kind of go about creating a, a sort of or, well, I guess two questions: do 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 you see businesses that have a video strategy? And if you do, if that's you know if that's a thing, how do you kind of start to develop that? How do you how do you how do you build that? Yeah, I think it's it's an interesting question. 
I think absolutely like when I speak to marketing teams, it's normally because they plan to include more video because they've got a holistic or perhaps anecdotal feeling that video is going to add value to their campaigns. Mm -hmm. Perhaps they've already got a library of video and they want to get more value from it. Um, or they want to create uh, a, a, some some series of videos that they're going to use to to do a specific thing. So um, often where the gap lies is they want to create the video, but they don't then don't know how to best make use of it. Um, and equally, they don't really know how to be able to add the videos into campaigns and then actually be able to to determine has it been worthwhile and and what's working and what's uh, what's not working so we don't really specifically help with with um with strat with video strategy i think that's probably more more your world and more that kind of agency partner world to be able to support with that strategy mm -hmm. um but what we can do is support them to understand the value that video is having within their campaigns so we might get to this later on but but being able to take a video put it in your um in your in your newsletter in your campaigns or send it out you know as a as, a, as an email or or give it give it to your sales team and be able to attribute the views into your um, into your marketing automation to be able to understand actually like who's watching videos, how engaged are they, what kind of videos are working best, should we be making shorter videos or longer videos, what types of content is working, what types of content is helping to close deals importantly, so like aligning sales and marketing, and so what do we need to make more of, uh, and what's particularly helping to to move deals along or, or generate more leads, and that's really where we kind of plug the gap there with regards to the data yeah because it, it, it feels to me that there's a kind of you know almost a, a kind of gap analysis of your buyer journey and, and kind of understanding what conversations your sales team are having what, what what you know what are the issues that crop up right what where can we deal with these issues or these pain points or product explanations or whatever it might be by just recording a video and having it on a landing page or having it on the website or having it as something that they can drag into an email sequence so if you understand your buyer journey and you understand your kind of personas and what channels and your distribution and all that you, you know you can start to see where video can kind of start to plug some of those gaps in terms of just pre-recorded and maybe that is the stuff that's you know certainly you know we're still doing some higher level video stuff with higher production values and maybe that's where that kind of sits right it's in your primary kind of customer journey where you want really good high production value videos that explain the kind of key points maybe then with what we're talking about is the kind of the stuff where they're in the funnel right and you know, how, how are you interacting with those people on a one-to-one -one basis using video to get their attention, um, to, to stand out, to have strong, uh, stronger engagement and stronger call to action? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I think, you know, I meet lots of, 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 of marketers and businesses who, who have used video and they have various video and it's just kind of in lots of different places. Um, and something that we definitely see a lot is that marketers are often creating a lot of content for the sales team to help to support those conversations and they either have stuff already um but there is a real challenge i think in in just having a centralized place to keep that um you know i see it before where where people are storing their video understandably because it's free they're just uploading their video into youtube as a place so they've got a channel and all the video goes in there and so what happens is they tell the sales team like that is where all the video is so of course what's happening is Sales are then going, okay, I know there's a, there's a great video content and they're sending their prospects links to video content that's in YouTube, which is fine. But then you're sending your prospects to YouTube and then they go to YouTube and you're going to lose them 
Um, so it becomes really hard to be able to actually map that journey. Um, so I think where, let's say, certainly where we step in and where video can, can really support and a centralized place for video is, is to be able to keep it all under one roof. And as you say, to be able to ascertain like where the gaps are. So if sales say, actually, I'm, tr I'm having trouble explaining this particular part or my deals are stalling because I can't explain this particular service and how it works. And video is a really good way to be able to do that. Then marketing can create content that they you can either upload onto the website as part of your products page, but can also put that in a folder so sales can quickly access that and, 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 and attach it. And again, feed all that data back to see like which videos are being used most. So actually we find explainer videos are particularly helpful in the sales process. FAQs or answers, you know, answers to specific questions or specific product questions, or we actually find demos are, are more, more, more useful or actually just more kind of top line. This is how we solve these particular challenges. So you can look at what videos are, are being used the most and are being viewed the most and make more of it. Yeah. And that kind of plays into the kind of inbound methodology as well, right? You know, you're finding people, you're adding value, you're finding them where they want to ask questions, you're kind of being helpful, you're being, uh, you know, engaging. And therefore, guess what? When they're looking at your services or products or comparing you to someone else, suddenly you've, you, you've got that advantage, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and video, video is more memorable, right? Like, like mm. we, again, this neuroscience study we ran last year, it shows that, text-based emails, most of them are forgotten within 24 to 48 hours, the content of what was in them. But the, the emails that are remembered are the ones that contain video. So it's easier for our brains to understand that kind of information and, and it's more memorable, right? If you can put pictures or a face, that the brain processes images 60,000 times quicker than text. So in right? terms of you, yeah. So in terms of you being able to, 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 like, to be memorable, if someone's out there and they're researching that type of product or service, they probably visited a number of different blog articles from probably a number of different agencies or providers who can solve that that product that 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 that's particular problem that they have. Um, but the stuff that will stick in their mind is is the videos because they'll be they'll be able to remember the content in more detail and they'll remember the people or the the, the company or the branding or the logo that that came as part of that video. So if you want to remain memorable, then absolutely video needs to be a part of your strategy for sure. Yeah, and I, I think what I don't know, you know, what 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 kind of use cases you've seen and, and what you've seen work really well, but certainly the ones I have, you know, there's because um, because what 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 it's really good for, right, is 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 a kind of a, a pace of business because you know we, we, you'll have seen it as frequently as I do, I think, where you know sales recognise a need, they brief it into marketing, and before you know it, three months later, you've got a piece of content that now may or may not be relevant. Whereas what we can do here with video is, is just identify a need, record a video. And what works really well from what I've seen is having some guidelines around that. You know, so how long how long is the video? How do you brand it? Do you have subtitles? What's your call to action? So there's some consistency around what you're doing, but it allows you to just pick things up and get them done and get a kind of bit of a pace into the business. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 really interesting. And it and it it depends how a business chooses to solve that. Um, I've seen some really clever ways like so yeah, yeah absolutely having a library of, of content that the team can pull from introducing it with a personalized video and then following up with with the actual content I've actually seen sales teams doing like a screen share over an ebook and it's recording a video over a, an ebook or a specific thing saying hey you know um, we were just chatting recently about ways that you're going to be able to generate more leads from 
XYZ. Uh, we actually produced this ebook uh, that covers these specific points. And they're actually talking over the thing and saying, you know, you want to download it, it's below. So there's ways of being able to create video around your existing content that doesn't require you to actually make a whole separate video explainer of someone going, hey, here's seven ways to be able to do that. <laughs> so it comes back to that kind of scrappy piece. It helps sales to understand actually how they could position marketing content. Or you get a marketer to be able to say, hey, I created this ebook. Um, it covers these specific things, but here's the main three takeaways that we found. X, Y, Z, create that video. You stick it on a landing page next to the ebook. They watch that, they download the ebook. They've already got an idea as to what's going to be in it, as opposed to having an ebook on a landing page um, or a white paper or whatever it might be and, it, and expecting them to kind of read all the way through to the, get to the kind of the, the key summary points and stuff. So there's a way of being able to leverage the power of video and it's kind of all that good stuff that we've talked about, the memorableness, um, but also just to, to lean on the content that you've probably already got um, that's, that's adding value. Mm. That's massive actually, because I think, you know, we're certainly, you know, most businesses, I think that we come across and, and we're, we're guilty of it too. You know, you, you kind of find yourself almost reinventing the wheel because, you know, there's years of content somewhere stored on various different people's systems and what have you. And actually, you know, being able to just grab that and, 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 and kind of revitalize it or whatever with a, a kind of video explainer makes, makes tons of sense. Um, one of the things I'm, I wanted to make sure we touched on and, um, I don't want to run out of time for, obviously we're a HubSpot themed podcast. Um, I'm sure we've mentioned it only about five times uh, on this podcast, but the uh, the UK's only HubSpot themed podcast. <laughs> um, so HubSpot specifically and Vidyard, because I suppose my view on these things is, look, it's got to be easy, right? Otherwise people won't use it. Now, I use Vidyard and HubSpot. Obviously we're a HubSpot partner agency. But just talk us through kind of how that how that works, uh, how the integration works, you know, just how how Vidyard and HubSpot kind of make it easy for this to, to, to actually for someone to pick this up and apply it into their business. Yeah. So so we're um, we're embedded into into HubSpot from a sales perspective. So um, if you have a sales seat and you are um, creating transactional emails within your um, within your um, HubSpot portal. Uh, you can go into your email, you can go to insert, you go to video, and that will allow you to create or pull from an existing library of videos that you've perhaps already made. Um, that is powered by Vidyard. That functionality is powered by Vidyard. So if you set that up for the first time and you've never used it before, it will prompt you to create a free account with Vidyard and it will just work. You'll have a, a limitation in terms of what it can do. Um, it's very Vidyard branded when you share the videos. So um, it's, um, it helps drive more, uh, customers to us. That's the virtue of our kind of product led growth as, as, a, as a model. That's, that's why we have it. Um, you can create up to 25 videos before you have to start deleting them to, to free up space. Um, and you can access those videos and pull them into your, into your email. So we're embedded in there. It's pretty, pretty, um, uh, not a heavy lift to be able to kind of get started from a, from a sales perspective, uh, from a marketing, uh, perspective. Uh, you'd need to integrate, um, which is paid uh, paid functionality. What the integration allows you to do is to centrally, obviously, store and host all of your um, existing video content as much as you have. We have no limitations on the content and how much you, you can store. Um, and then you use our platform to embed Vidyard videos either on your HubSpot landing pages, on your website, whether that's HubSpot on HubSpot CMS or whether it's on WordPress or wherever. Embed your videos wherever you want them to be. 
Um, and then our integration enables the, uh, the, the HubSpot tracking link as well. So you can work on that. Um, and what we do is feed the video view data directly into the customer contacts uh, timeline. So if someone's on a web page of yours, you perhaps identified them by virtue of your HubSpot tracking. Um, if they're not identified, um, then you can you can identify them. We, we, we have um, forms that you can embed into a video. Um, we add, can add calls to action into a video. So you can click on download eBooks or webinars. You can build a call to action directly into the video. And then when people are watching those videos, um, the percentage of watch of videos that they've watched will automatically feed into that customer timeline. So that becomes really, really powerful when it comes for things like lead scoring or automation, or you want to serve up, you know, hot leads and high intent leads to sales because you can say anybody that's on our website that watches a total of three minutes of video content on our website, they're very much in the um, in the awareness stage, and they're perhaps more in the kind of looking for. Um, you know, looking, looking to looking to speak to sales, looking, looking to um, to find out more. So you can see that on the contact record. You can also look and, and see what specific videos people have watched. So if you've got a really high value piece of content that you've just loaded a landing page, um, you could you know create a list that says anybody that watches 75% of this video, um, push that notification to to sales. And from a sales perspective, they can see that and they can also have access to all the existing marketing content. So it's all really all under one roof, just like HubSpot is, you know, where sales can access all of the existing documents that you've got and it all it all kind of feeds into the same place and one single customer record. We just embed and nestle really nicely in there as well. So there's no um, there's no kind of going out of HubSpot or into separate platforms to create a video to then pull it in. It's all just natively done within the platform. And what about things like, um, you know, branding, if you want kind of branding on your videos or uh, if you don't want the video logo, is that an option? What about subtitles? All those kind of things that might put people off, I guess, using the software. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, certainly when you move over to a paid plan, you can remove all the Vidyard branding company brand, your, your, your what we call it a sharing page, effectively the landing page that the videos play out on. Um, you can add calls to action into that. It can look exactly like your website, hide the C name. It literally looks exactly um, as your website would. Yeah, we offer um, automatic captions. Um, so that can automatically be, be published. We do that in multiple languages as well, if people want that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's all, we have all the functionality that's, 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 um, that anyone might need to be able to leverage the power of video. Great value with, with subtitles is actually being able to use the captioning to inform your SEO as well. So if you've got really high value piece of video content, um, then the, the, the captioning will support your SEO to help you kind of get um, more significant traffic on your website as well. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. And uh, what, what? So, what about you know? You talked about kind of reporting and uh, being able to kind of segment data based on certain things and use automation to rotate leads. What about um, kind of revenue attribution and things like that? I mean, the same way that we can attribute revenue to kind of eBooks guides. Is that the same? Yeah, exactly the same. So yeah, any um, we we, we measure um, uh, we can identify viewers as I mentioned already. Although HubSpot will do a good job of that already. Um, but we assess yeah, um, viewer engagement, so percentage watched, number of times watched, um, and then obviously action clicks as well. So if they've got calls to action on there, you can you can measure how many times people have clicked on, but not necessarily gone through to the next stage. Um, feed all that into HubSpot reports, um, create a dashboard specifically related to video um, or to marketing content. Um, and 
uh, yeah, and then ultimately attribute that all to to close one close one revenue. So that's all uh, that's all all available. The other thing I should add is um, you mentioned about um, about adding branding, company branding. So there are some functionality to add branding to your web page. It's worth noting, like we're Vid Vidyard isn't a um, we're not a, a video editing tool. So what we want to do is make it really easy for people to create content, upload existing content. Um, and we offer some basic kind of snipping functionality, um, but it's not like an editing tool. So if people are kind of listening, thinking, oh, okay, I'm going to be able to kind of create and edit video content. Um, there are other places out there. We're really more of a hosting and sharing tool. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Makes sense. So I'm going to wrap up, uh, but I'm going to put you on the spot, uh, but you can absolutely opt out. Uh, but just to, as a way of kind of finalizing, I mean, what, what's your kind of, what are your kind of go-to messages when you're speaking to business about video? What, how do you kind of describe, you know, why they should use it or what the impact is? You know, we've probably touched on lots of those areas, but just to kind of fi finish up and, 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 and surmise for us, what's your kind of go-to? Yeah, I think for marketers, the, the big gap is in the, the data, right? There's normally two reasons why uh, that relate to, 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 to marketers with video. Either they, they like video or they want to add more video, but they just don't want to spend it on, on, on costly, uh, costly videos because you can't actually attribute the, the revenue to it. So obviously we resolve that challenge. So, um, you know, I would speak to anyone that's, that, that's not currently creating video. Um, you know, the recent HubSpot State of Marketing report said that you absolutely need to write short form um, video content and not really highly polished stuff is is really, really high engagement. Um, so it's a really, really important to be having video, um, whether it be on your homepage or somewhere on your existing um, on your website as a means to be able to, to generate leads. Um, from a sales perspective, standing out right now is the, is the big challenge. So I reach out to sales leaders all the time who are building sales teams looking to get noticed in their prospects inboxes and they are really struggling right like we are sending more than twice the amount of sales emails that we sell that we sent back in 2020 so we're still leaning really really heavily on text-based emails and reply rates are going down so if you continue to just send standard text-based emails it, your your message will get lost and, and, and caught in the noise so if you want to stand out you know, we've, we've touched on some of the stats but if you want to stand out book more meetings, generate more pipeline, close deals um, faster. Uh, video is, is is the way forward. Fantastic. I love it. Where do I sign? I'm up. I'm up for it. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Well, look, Chris, I really, really appreciate you, uh, you coming on and, and, and sharing that with us. I think it's really interesting. I think it's going to be super useful for lots of people listening. So uh, thank you so much for joining us. Pleasure. You have been listening to Podspot, uh, the UK's only HubSpot-themed podcast, this week with Chris Van Prague from Vidyard. If you've enjoyed this episode as ever, please share it with friends, colleagues, uh, tag us on socials, leave us reviews. Uh, and again, I think I mention every time, but if this is the first one you've listened to, there is now, I think, 36 other episodes for you to get into on Spotify or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening.